I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the news du jour. Happy Monday. Yep, I said it. Happy Monday. We are going and getting it today, you guys. We're not complaining. We're going to pull our shit together and go get this day. It's going to be awesome. You've got this. We're manifesting here. Anywho, we're getting into three mini stories and then some longer stories. I definitely have a lot of content here for you guys today, so let's jump into it. First up, more documents were found at Biden's residence. So woof, the investigation continues and I will definitely keep you guys posted. Our second mini story, Genesis, which was a former crypto lender, has now declared bankruptcy, you know, falling in line with all of pretty much the major crypto organizations. And then lastly, for our mini stories, Alphabet, which is the parent company to Google, is cutting 12,000 tech jobs, um, which is in line with companies like Meta and Amazon and Microsoft. And we actually covered that last week. So if you want a little bit more in-depth look at what's going on in the tech industry and causing this kind of bust boom situation, head back to that episode. I think it was Friday, but double check in, you know, the little description. Anywho, let's go ahead and jump into the longer stories for today. First up, I do have to issue a content warning on this one. This story involves a mass shooting. So there was a mass shooting in California on Saturday night in Monterey Park, California, that left 10 people dead. Basically, there was a ballroom with an event happening inside celebrating the Lunar New Year. This event had actually been put on pause during the pandemic, and this was their first year back, so people were really excited, and it was especially packed. After open firing into the crowd, it seems that this young man was disarmed by the crowd and then fled. The suspected shooter is an Asian man who may have been part of the community that he killed in. LAPD are currently conducting a massive manhunt for this suspect. They released a picture of him as well. So, you know, if you live in the area or California generally, you might want to check that out just in case for your own safety. Um, Initially, they were looking for a white van that was connected to the crime, but they found the van that they were looking for and have not found their suspect. The police and bomb squad basically surrounded the vehicle and were able to obtain it without incident. This shooting is one of the deadliest shootings in California history. There are only three on record that were worse than this one, according to Reuters. 
But in 2022, just last year, the U.S. alone had 648 mass shootings just like this one, killing almost 4,000 people, according to the Gun Violence Archive. That is almost two shootings a day on average. To say that we are desensitized to this is an understatement. 6,000 children in the United States were killed by guns generally in 2022 as well, according to The Hill. And this incident is especially heartbreaking given that it occurred on the lunar holiday, which is the most important holiday of the year in a number of Asian cultures. This community deserved to be celebrating in peace. Our heart goes out to all those affected by this violence. Next up for today, Russia seems to be fuming over the military aid to Ukraine. So Russia's leadership put out a public message that anyone helping Ukraine in the form of military aid is risking their own destruction. And that's us. Hi. And pretty much all of the West as well. And we are kind of all kicking up our support as of now because Ukraine is making so much progress and they need further support to finish the job. The Russian leader said that more weapons from the West could cause, quote, global tragedy that would destroy countries. Supplies of offensive weapons to the Kyiv regime would lead to global catastrophe. If Washington and NATO supply weapons that would be used for striking peaceful cities and making attempts to seize our territory, as they threaten to do, it would trigger a retaliation with more powerful weapons, end quote. Yikes, right? I mean, the, the bravado continues, but, you know, it's hard to tell with Russians whether these are empty threats or not. Anywho, Poland is part of NATO, which is considering sending tanks to Ukraine, uh, which Ukraine has been asking for for quite a while. So that's kind of the newest on the front of, you know, military weapons being sent to Ukraine. We'll see how everything shakes out and we'll definitely keep you guys posted on the war. And next up for today, Alec Baldwin charged with involuntary manslaughter. Okay. So if you guys remember, back in October 2021, we covered this at the time, but I'll walk through it in case you weren't a listener then or you just need a refresher. Alec Baldwin was starring in a Western called Rust. Think prairie, tumbleweeds, and a giant barewood church. Oh, and guns. There were a lot of guns because what is a Western without guns? Well, There's an entity on a film set that's called the Armory, and the Armory supplies all the faux weapons, which sometimes are just real weapons with safety features put in place to make them more of a prop. Alec Baldwin, obviously the star of the show, was handed something by an assistant director, one of those weapons. He pulled the trigger during the filming, and it was actually a real loaded gun with live ammunition that killed a cinematographer, Helena Hutchins, instantly. So obviously, an investigation was launched to see who knew exactly what, when, and who was responsible. And it was discovered that things on this film set were messy, 
to say the least. A lot of the underlings had not been treated fairly or paid, and a number of them were considering a strike. So could these ill feelings have been motivation to someone to intentionally load this gun? I mean, at the time, it seemed potential. It seemed potentially true that someone could do something like this. But now that more information has come to light and charges have been made, it seems unlikely given the direction that the police have taken things. Alex suddenly finds himself charged with involuntary manslaughter, despite many in the film industry defending him and kind of trying to explain how a hierarchy on a film set works. And it definitely seems that they're trying to set a precedence and make an example out of Alec. Here is what the special prosecutor had to say about it. Quote, we're trying to definitely make it clear that everybody's an equal under the law, including A-list actors like Alec Baldwin. And we also want to make sure the safety of the film industry is addressed and things like this don't happen again. End quote. And maybe after this incident, actors will be more hesitant to just grab a gun and start firing on set. The armorer who we talked about earlier is also being charged with two counts of involuntary manslaughter. The man who handed Alec the gun was an assistant director who agreed to a plea deal for negligent use of a deadly weapon. Hilaria, who is Alec Baldwin's wife, with a famously fake and pretty bizarre Hispanic accent, spoke to reporters outside of their home, begging them to leave her family alone. Alec will obviously fight these charges, and he may even win. But either way, it sends a clear message to Hollywood. If you kill someone on set, you will be held accountable. What remains, though, a strange mystery is how the live ammunition arrived on set to begin with. This is where I'm, you know, I have my little investigator hat on. The police department claims that their investigation was unable to answer this question, but it smells so sus to me. Someone had to have brought the live ammunition to the set. So who was that person? There was never supposed to be live ammunition on a film set to begin with. And without that live ammunition, the victim here, Helena Hutchins, would still be alive. And last up for today, a judge orders Trump and his lawyer to pay $1 million for wasting everyone's time with a series of bogus lawsuits. So Donald Trump has long used his legal resources as a way to ruin business rivals, former business partners, and people he's owed money to. You could say that the court system has been his weapon of choice. But now those tactics are backfiring on him. Trump filed legal actions against almost three dozen political opponents, including people like Hillary Clinton and former FBI director James Comey. But there was zero basis for any of these legal filings. And the judge did not just laugh it off as we saw many judges do in his post-election legal actions. 
This judge was pissed and felt that Trump was abusing the court system with these frivolous filings and wasting everyone's time. So she fined him and his lawyer $1 million approximately, making it clear that he is not to continue this behavior. Here's what the judge had to say about it. Quote, Mr. Trump is a prolific and sophisticated litigant who is repeatedly abusing the court systems to seek revenge on political adversaries. He is the mastermind of strategic abuse of the judicial process, and he cannot be seen as a litigant blindly following the advice of a lawyer. He knew full well the impact of his actions, end quote. And she went on to say that Trump's lawyer's claims were, quote, categorically absurd and, quote, without regard to facts, end quote. And that is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you guys with the quote, to lose your patience is to lose the battle. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review or shout out on social media would mean the world to us and help us be able to keep creating the news du jour. But the best way to support all of our work is to become a patron at www.patreon.com forward slash sugarfreemedia. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram and just sugarfreemedia, all one word on TikTok. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from... Oh. Oh.